I was offered a job to coach a uh, high school volleyball team one day. And I was seriously thinking about it because they paid pretty good money and it was it was fun, right? And then you saw them come out with their fucking. Well, I googled the team photo, and it was very evident very quickly that I was not going to be able to take. It was <laughs> <laughs> a bad situation. Go God in there, damn! Throw in their spandex shorts that are about four inches. Smallest. Oh. Christ, and they were fucking gorgeous. Trouble. You were at twenty five. No, I was. I was about thirty. Mm. Start pretty hard. God damn. Sometimes I go back to that picture when I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking for some material. Woo. This is the moment you've waited for You've been searching in the dark Your sweat soaking through the floor And buried in your bones There's an ache that you can't ignore Welcome to your football fantasy Howdy do you come swapping knuckle draggers Welcome back to the show It's your football fantasy Please nuts here your host, we've got the Bullfrog, we've got Big Wiz, we are sitting in Studio B today. It's nice to be back in our alternative environment. Uh, how you guys doing? Great! Fantastic! Couldn't be better! I, I really want to just put out an apology right now for whatever I say over the next hour and ten minutes. Ooh, it's <laughs> Another drunk day for Bullfrog! It's gonna get bad. One of us, once again, has to take a lot of shots today, thankfully. So any sexist, racist, any comments like that, it's not really me, it's the alcohol sweetie. We do not apologize for who we are as human beings, sir. Own <laughs> yourself. Live your best life, be your best you, whatever that is. This week in football. All right, first up news. Leonard Fournette likely going to sit through the week nine by probably the right decision by the Jags just to let him sit, get that extra week off. But that's that means he's not back to week 10, guys. You might, might as well be left back. I mean, did, how much has he even played? Did he make one game? One and a half games. One and he a played, half. played three quarters of the first game. Yep. Came back two weeks later and played the th- quarter and a half, whatever it was. I mean, yeah. two quarters. Any, yeah, so not... Nothing. Basically yeah, nothing. I'll keep saying it all year long. I was right about this guy. Uh, the Eagles, here's some interesting news. The Eagles have inquired about making a shady trade with the Bills. Did they actually inquire about it? They did, yes. McDermott, Sean McDermott, coach of the Bills, uh, said yes, it did happen. He went on to say, look, we get calls all the time for this guy. Like, it's just going to keep happening. So he didn't think it was too serious. But the fact is, like, that would be fucking awesome. If you're, this, if you're a shady owner. When this news came out, I went and tried to trade for Shady. <clears throat> I tried to trade Austin Eckler and Keelan Cole for LaShawn McCoy. Like me right now in, in, our, in one of our leagues that we're in together, that ridiculous league that you drafted my team for me. Welcome. I'm looking for running back. So that, you know, Shady McCoy is not performing. I'm getting a couple players for it. I might do that. Sure. I, I wouldn't do it. It didn't work. I tried and tried and tried and it didn't work. I've got bye weeks. I'm actually starting McCoy <sighs> this week. I agree. He started to get touches. He's been hurt, so like some of those numbers are skewed a little bit. He got a lot more touches last week. You expect him to come up again. 
Hey, uh, we've got another stud running back here, back in the league. Jamal Charles, the all-time leader in yards per carry. Stud. I believe he has two stud, or three of the top five all-time highest yards per carry seasons as well. Back in the league, he's a Jacksonville Jaguar. I believe early in the week, uh, I texted you, Wiz, and said, Hey, how much do you want to spend in our Dynasty fab? What I say? Jamal Charles. You said... Fuck Jamal Charles. Exactly what I said. That's kind of what I gave him, too, but <laughs> he seemed to be interested in him. We didn't. Of course he is. He's above the no, he's uh, the 100th ranked running back, right? We didn't pick him up. Thank God. All right, here's some in and out guys, some questionable guys for the week coming up. Uh, injury stuff. Just These lists keep growing. Some of them less good than others. Apparently, Dalvin Cook's finally going to play. Who knows how much he'll actually play. Lamar Miller's going to be in playing once again. Boo. I don't trust his. I have to start him. I have to. I don't have a choice. Uh, because I fucked up, but it is what it is. Uh, Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup both going to be back. They both had concussions last week. They've they're they're in full practice, uh, although they haven't totally cleared the protocol yet. It's fully expected that they will tomorrow. Anthony Miller for the Bears. He's going to be playing this week. Corey Clement already did play. We saw he scored a touchdown in his first first stint as the lead back. He was on a snap count on that team. Yep. Kiki Kuti, your boy. Kuti's going to play this week. Marlon Mack is back and playing. Nobody gives a shit. I'll keep him on my bench. Thank you very much. Jimmy Graham uh, mm. also going to be in. On the outside of this list, Matt Breida. Devonta Freeman. So this is a weird thing, right? He, he was out for a while with that knee thing. Came back, played a half a game, and now he's got a bone bruise on his foot. So he's out for that. Thankfully, it's not for the knee again, right? So as a Devonta Freeman owner, I was happy to hear that. But more injuries, not so good. He's officially out. Uh, you got a note here says, you like Coleman and Ito Smith in this game. Yeah, just a slight bump to those guys against Tampa. I mean, you got to think there's going to be some points scored. I mean, Coleman hasn't looked that good. With his, you know, with the time he had when uh, Freeman was out earlier, but how about Ito Smith came and scored the touchdown when all three backs were playing last week? Yeah, what was that shit about? That's football for you. Fucking craziness. Good contribution. We need to get some alcohol in this kid. <laughs> Jameson Crowder not practicing, probably not playing. Hilton definitely out for the game once again, T.Y. Jack Doyle still out, and Ebron is, uh, I think he's questionable, but if you've got him, you got to play him because he's been a stud with Doyle out of the game. Evan Ingram going to be sitting out one more week here. On the questionable list here, Greg Olson may be back with his broken foot. Don't expect him to play for very long. Okay, move very much. Back. They couldn't move very much anyway. He's, Thank you. He's older than you. That's what I was saying. Eric Ebron, still not practicing. Questionable. Probably going to play, but I thought it was funny that uh, his shin, his quad, his ankle, and his knee are all hurt. It feels like it's going to be tough for him to come back and play, but he's a professional athlete. I, I feel like he's going to play, but he's going to be walking to the sideline multiple, sure. multiple times, just like he did last week against New England. That's he was heading to the sideline. 38 points fantasy But he points kept coming back week. and kept fucking... Drawn Wilson cleared... From the concussion protocol, but now he's got a hamstring injury, so he's not going to... Well, he's questionable to play this week. Isaiah Likely Crowell, he will play. Okay, I'll take it. I just traded for him. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Isaiah Crowell, uh, he is not practicing. I don't know why, but he may not play. I don't know that it matters. Because he put up too many yards, I think, last week. 80 yards, 216 <laughs> yards, I think. He, he went off. He got, he's Tannehill dead. is questionable. It doesn't matter. He's garbage. So is Brock Osweiler, the backup. Sony Michelle is questionable, which is kind of new. That popped up as a late week thing, I think, which that was always concerning when you see a late week injury. Um, One guy noticed that you did not list on here, which is worth noticing. I think you did think that he would be cut during preseason, but Cobb. Cobb will likely be out. Is he not cut yet? No, not, not yet. 
Should be cut. Marquez Valdez scaling some man. Did you hear that uh, Crowell got some uh, some money from his little ass wiping incident? From his ass wiping. Yeah. Did you see that? He wiped his ass yeah. and somebody paid him to yeah. do it. When they played at the Browns a couple weeks ago. He, no, uh, I didn't see Angel Soft paid him. Some toilet paper company. <laughs> some they sponsored him with somebody gave him some sponsorship money. He's awesome. For wiping his ass. Scores his touchdown, faces his ass towards the crowd, takes the football. Turns, fires that fucker. Oh, I did the see that. I did see that. He got fined by the NFL, but then he gets then some he sponsorship a... money from wow. uh, Procter and Gamble. I don't know. Charmin. That's, <laughs> that's kind of hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, speaking of dumb shit. Now for more dumb shit I heard this week. You guys heard this Antonio Brown story? Yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit of it. Not so, all the details. So basically, look, he's renting a condo in Miami. It's where he's living. He went on his road trip to play the game. He got back. He found the condo had been cleaned. And $80,000 in a handgun were missing Ooh. from the room. Apparently somebody cleaned it really well. $80,000 just left sitting around. And a handgun. He's a smart little, character. Some dirty. Anyway. Dirty. A.B. gets real pissed off, starts throwing shit around. He's on the 14th floor, starts throwing a bunch of shit off the balcony. Uh, now he's facing two lawsuits, one from the condo owner, who he's renting from, about 15 k and also, apparently, some pottery that he threw out the window almost hit a little kid, so the dad's and, doing and a grandpa. 15 grand. Oh, and a grandpa was over there, too. And a grandpa, okay. Uh, the father of this kid's suing for another 15 grand because now the kid can't sleep. Good for him. Take everything you can. I mean, I'd sue him for more than 15 grand. He's famous and rich. It's kind of weak. Interesting story, but none of that's a dumb shit. To me, the dumb shit is this. Do you know how much that fucking condo cost him a month in rent? It's ungodly, wasn't it? It's $35,000. What the fuck? $35,000. I used to teach school. I know you guys don't know anything about that. Yeah, what is that? But after 12 years of teaching school, I just barely made more than $35,000 a year. In North Carolina. It was real low, mostly because Republicans run the state. Best fucking people there are, right? Oh, love Who them. else would you rather have? I love them. I love you guys. That's why I'm a Supreme Court Justice. Hey, it's not official yet. Don't you see? One of the other justices has uh, filed for a, an investigation into him to see if he <laughs> Oh, that was uh, Justice Roberts. Yeah. The, the, the Chief Justice. Yes, for... Uh, Bad um, ethics or something? Yeah, ethics in, in servitude mm-hmm. on the bench. Uh, I didn't hear that. Uh, that's my dumb shit. $35,000. Wait, he's pissing money away, dude. A month. Want to hear another dumb shit? You think, think he's going to fight these $15,000 lawsuits no. for that $35,000? Well, I assume I'll take that one away. Or rather just pull it out of your pocket, according to... He's got sure. Grand to sit in sure. Fifteens. This is just got right in his This is the first year that I don't own AB on a fantasy roster in the last. This, I don't it know, might eight. be me too. I so, usually always yeah, have this. Fuck him. Maybe I'm over. This year instead I have Obadell Beckham, and that's not working out very well. It's not going your way. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got for us? Stat of the week, right? Big Wiz and his stat of the week. So you brought up the trade for uh, McCoy, Shady McCoy, right? I did. <clears throat> And I could not believe when they brought that stat up, the fact that he was the still the leading rusher for the Philadelphia Eagles at 6,800 yards. Seems really low to me. Now, you wouldn't know what, like, because you did, you, you did have Barry Sanders as a rusher, but, like, I'm used to, you know, Walter Payton at, what, what, 13,000 or whatever that was? 6,800, but... Yeah, okay. so 6,800 I thought was abnormally low. So, I want to know from you guys, 
So which franchise, leading rush of all time, has the lowest oh, total? Which one has the who's leading? I was going to say it's got to be the new teams, but okay. Which one who's leading rusher of all time has the lowest rushing yards? I'm going to guess the Miami Dolphins. Zach, is, is it, I think in the 50, New England Patriots. It is the New England Patriots. Yeah, yeah baby! Woo! 5,300 yards, which is nothing. Yeah, who was it? It was Sam Bam Cunningham in the 80s. Well, okay. Another good story about that. That was a good fucking guess. With, with, stat of the, with d- guess. dumb shit, Charles. You're welcome. I obviously knocked off your first choice. You're welcome. <laughs> George Rogers was the number three rusher for the Saints who got arrested in the 80s because they were investigating drug dealers. And he actually put on his check where he bought the Coke. <laughs> he wrote a check? He wrote a check to his drug dealer and put Coke. C- cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Okay, the white stuff. So asked, you get arrested for that. That's <sighs> dumb shit. Not a bad stat of the week there, buddy. Yeah. I don't know how it's relevant to uh, fantasy football today, but that's it's fine. good NFL information. Everything doesn't have to be relevant to fantasy football today. <clears throat> Alright, here's a trade to evaluate. I made a conscious decision in one of my leagues. I'm two and three in this league. And I decided I wanted to, instead of looking season long, start looking at my roster week by week and doing what I could to make wins happen each week. No forethought. I'm not looking ahead at all. So this week, uh, you know, I'm a a left bell owner in this league. So it's been rough. Part of the reason I'm two and three. Uh, In this league, I'm uh, playing against the, the James Conner owner. I wanted those points. Not only did I want those points, but, you know, as the left bell owner, I'm tired of not getting Pittsburgh points at all. So even if it's just one more week, I wanted him. So I made a trade. I went out and got James Conner, paired him with Geronimo Allison, who I think is is worth having as some touchdown upside if he can fucking play. And I gave away Sony Michelle, who I think is the be- obviously the better long-term option than both of those this week. On my team, I've got Bell. Uh... I've also got Cooper Cup, Quincy Nunwe, Crowder, DT Money, Godwin, and Antonio Callaway. Those are my receivers. So to me, Geronimo Allison is a little uptick for that uh, flex spot, maybe being the wide receiver too. Did I do a good thing or a bad thing? Am I going to win this week, and is it going to pay off or not in the future? Um, Yeah, you did a good thing this week. Thanks, buddy. And Nunwe has actually gone downhill since those first couple weeks. His target numbers are great. Since, since uh, what's his name? Curse? Jermaine Curse came back. Um, and Nunez on way down. Crowder, I can't believe, is still listed as a viable option here. Well, he was out for a couple weeks, so he. DT money is garbage, but I still like Godwin. Big week last week. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I think you gave yourself a, another option here to add depth to your team, and I think Connor, you can use while Bell until Bell comes back. So I think it was not a bad trade. Oh, thanks. For yeah. short term and long term. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think long term probably almost better just because, like you said, you're locked into the Pittsburgh running back points, which usually is a good thing to have. Uh, as far as this week, I don't know. Sony, Sony Michelle probably scores more than Connor this Questionable. week. Questionable. Yeah. Questionable. So, yeah, I guess. But if he plays against KC, I think he has a good game. Pittsburgh but, running backs have great success against Cincinnati historically. Yeah, you know, they haven't won. The Bengals haven't beat Pittsburgh in Cincy in nine years. Is it going to happen this week? No. Yeah, I'm yes. going to say yes. The, the Bengals? Yes. No way. Yes. Wait. Is that a bet? Yeah, I'll bet that. I'll, t- I'll, I'll double dip you guys. I'll let y'all double dip me. I'll take the Steelers in this one. You're a fool. Okay. Right. Sure. Put it in there, Put buddy. that down. It's a, a bet. bet. 
Getting it started off right, and before we've even taken any shots. Okay, I appreciate you both saying that it was an amazing trade, and that I'm uh, a far better person than the one I traded with. Far more intelligent. Uh, you're right, you're not wrong. Alright, speaking of alcohol, did, were we? Studio 2's got Bullfrog down. He looks sad. I know you can't see him, but ever since he got up and wiped his ass at the football a minute ago, he just looks sad. You can be alright right there. I need something to get pumped up about. Don't worry, you got shots coming. I'll be ready. Shots. Let's start. It's about now. Let's start with our accountability numbers last week. Hey. Give me a shot. Let's go to the pink and the stink first. Fuck, let me get going. No, I, I got to do, do five in a row. I want to do this one first. Accountability numbers. We all fucking sucked a oh, big bad week, guys. Sorry, <laughs> listeners, for all you uh, six or seven out there. I'm, I apologize again. <laughs> Bullfrog says he apologizes, but at 47% correct, he was the big winner last week. Ugh. Most correct. Um, not, not too, if we're above 500, above 50%, we're doing good. So you weren't that far off. Is that the, was that the first time anybody was under 50? It is the first time anybody was under 50. And all three of us 50. were. Shit. Big Wiz comes in at 36% correct, although two two of his choices for Can't Get It Up were not eligible for Can't Get It Up, so this comes with an asterisk. Yeah, we can debate that. I mean, there is an asterisk. I'm pretty sure Landry would start in every one. Out of two receivers, Landry's going to start. Okay? okay. It's probably the same with Corey Davis. He came off at just 160 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. like, you can make that statement. It's not likely. Each of them has been in the top 24 one time. So has Odell Beckham. That week. So does, does that mean Odell think, Beckham? Yeah. Does that, mean, does that mean Beckham's not, w- w- is not top 24? Well, Beckham started a whole lot higher up than those other two guys started. Anyway. Well, Andrew was like 12. Does it, does it matter? There's an asterisk, but I still highlighted my name at 33% correct. Lost. I tried doing the uh, whole whiz strategy where we just take a lot less guys so that your numbers can be boosted, and it didn't work out for me. <laughs> I got three out of nine correct, so I'm taking the first shot today. Bacardi banana-flavored rum, folks. It looked good in the store. couldn't pass it up. Oh. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, it's real weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like anything about it. <laughs> kind of kind of like you're deep throwing a banana. Or... Oh, that was real fucking weird. I don't know how I feel about it. It made me feel gay for a minute, and then <laughs> you probably love that part. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, it's oh. banana. Here. Oh, the aftertaste on the sides. I'm, like, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that here in Studio B. I don't want any more to do with that. Let's look at. Uh, three in the pink, two in the stink here, shall we? For the second week in a row, nobody, nobody out of the 12 of us cracked the 100 mark. So so here's how it goes. Once again, big shocker, huge surprise, Brad Drury, the number one scoring team in our little community, 73 points. He's getting real tough. At this point, he's 200 points above G. Libertino in second place. I don't know that he can be caught. He's... 300 points above the Kai Missioner in third place. All it yeah, does is a take, long season. You miss a couple games without an IR can't. spot, yeah. you're yeah. fucked. You like Delvin Cook, no IR, but he hasn't sure. been playing. That's fucking me. You get a couple of Gary Haddock weeks in there. Yeah, Breed is, 70s, Breed is probably going to be out. Breed is probably sitting. That, yeah. That's probably going to hurt him this week. Right, so, sure yeah. Shit, hope so. He'll lose 20 or 30 on Breed, probably. So, G. Week. Libertino was the second highest scoring, 42 points, and he remains the second highest scorer on this season. Those two are pretty much uh, pulled away from the pack. Everybody else is relatively close, at least the next four. 
Uh, who's else is in positive here? Kai Missioner in third place overall and third place on the week. Goal line gurus who has not scored in the negative yet, but remains right in the middle of the pack at a positive 26. Luis Nuts hits the positive once again with a with a nice positive 21. My highest score on the week. Let's look at the negatives at Floor Killer. Wow, negative 86 gives you the lowest score. Ever recorded in all-time history of three in the pink, two in the stink. Who was it that did it to you? Jay Ajayi gets you a negative 29. We're going to have to catch up with him and, and give him the option to replace Ajayi as he's now on the IR. Randall Cobb, a negative 46, also didn't play. Gallup gets him a negative 11. That's been a tough play all year. That girly play, not looking so good. Gurley, one point. Yeah. he's got a one point out of Gurley. This is what we talked about on Twitter before we started. He said, I'm going to pick Gurley so I can never lose points. But I mm-hmm. said, you're never going to score a ton either. And he's got he's got the one there. So those are the two big losers for you. Uh, that's Cobb. That's Ajayi. We're going to get you to replace Ajayi next week so that you, you're, not, uh, you're not stuck with an IR player. It's the only time that we've decided you get to replace people. But that's a bad score, man. That is a bad damn score. Who finished last with us? Well, who finished last with us? The Big Wiz jumps right back into the negative where he belongs at a big negative 13. And Bullfrog, for the fourth week out of five, <laughs> is, is worse than negative 20. He's at a negative 23 this week. Bullfrog, take a shot. First, tell us what you're drinking, and I'll tell you why you suck. Some bowls, watermelon, liqueur. Let me get your next one ready for you. 1575. Since 1575? Yeah, that's what it says. Been making that shit a long time. Dalvin Cook has been kicking you in the ass, but he's back this week, so that negative 50 should come up. That's really where your big negative score came in. Otherwise, Crowder was a little bit of negative. Aguilar, a little bit of negative. Uh, Crowder's not giving you anything, though. I mean, that's the problem. I think I'm going to be back this week. I'm going to be in the positive. I think Dalvin Cook coming back helps. We know Rashad Penny's still just a special teams player. He net you 31 this, 39 this past week. He's going to score you big again. Uh, yeah, I think I think Big Wiz is going to be the loser next week. You know what I do have? You Mike, want to bet I do have. Uh, we are we're basically betting it on the <laughs> Mike Evans is my ugly stick guy, which I think he probably has a big week, but he's only ninth. So I mean, the worst I could do is he finishes first, I lose eight points. You know, sure. So. A couple other guys we like to mention here: uh, Gary Haddow is the only player along with the Bullfrog that has been negative four out of five weeks, but only a negative four this time, Gary. There is hope for you to come back into the positive. Keep it going, brother. You can make it the good doctor back in the negative, but again at negative five. All right, that's three in the pink, two in the stink. Let's move on to some bets and get these shots rolling. First bet is a double bet. I hope you have two shots poured, sir. The Bullfrog decided that Devontae Adams was going to score less than 15 fantasy points this week. Wiz and Nuts both took the bet. And we Wiz, jumped on that because we're fucking smart. Wiz and Nuts both win oh, the bet. So, Bullfrog it's gets not two. The, it's not nearly as good as the peach. Peach not nearly so as good, good as the peach. Pick up some more. Hey, slam those double-fisted. Are you going to take the banana, Bacardi? I am. Take that one first and tell us how you like it. Oh, I'm chasing it hardcore with this little fucking drink right here. Please do. Wiz hasn't even taken his yet. Because I haven't, I haven't lost yet. It's mm. coming. Come on. That doesn't even smell good. Really Just like someone's asshole. Really makes you feel gay for a little while. Oh, he likes that shit. That's ah, a nice mix with that. 
Pineapple orange. That's something nice with that pineapple. Uh, did you take your second one for that same bet, sir? While you're doing that, I'll talk about our next bet. Bullfrog decided he wanted to take Ty Montgomery straight up against yours truly and Marquez Valdez Scantling for the highest score straight up fantasy points. Yes, who scored more? Good old MBS led me and Wiz to a 195-point dynasty blowout this week. So, Bullfrog slams another banana because he likes it. Maybe I will leave it here. Hey, while you take that God shot... damn, you put all mine right in a row, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. why? You got one more. Nice you. Holy <laughs> shit. While you take that shot, I'm going to tee up this next one. I'll skip down one. Bullfrog did make a bet with Big Wiz. This bet was Alex Collins versus TJ Yeldon. Both of these guys ran for about the same amount of yards. Somewhere around 50 yards. But, but, TJ Yeldon... Scores a touchdown receiving, gets some receiving yards. Does that include our bet? Yeah, absolutely. Are you sure? That means Big Wiz gets to take a shot. Oh, the banana. Yeah, you like it, Banana man. butt cheeks. Here we go. Are you taking that banana butt cheek? Uh-huh. It's really nice. There you go. <laughs> pass me over. Pass me over the watermelon. Uh, yesterday, that was Thursday night. If you listen to the Tuesday Waiver Wire show... Uh, Dweez Nuts and the Bullfrog make our predictions about the Thursday night game. I hadn't watched enough New York Giants football to tell that they are actually the worst team I've seen in a good five years. Or or they play one of the better teams. Uh, it was a combination of things because Philadelphia came to play. I picked the Giants. Bullfrog picked the Eagles. That means I get a shot. And as Bullfrog is stripping, and literally stripping his clothes He's off hot. in the corner. <laughs> Four shots in 30 seconds. Here comes number five. In a minute. Let me take my... Uh, <laughs> oh, that is not as good as the peach. A couple tree. things we learned, though, is Barkley might be the best running back in the NFL. Barkley is... He's got the twinkle toes, man. He's phenomenal. He's and really and it's funny how we watched that game Sunday, and he scored that touchdown. We're like, oh, shit, he's hurt. You know? He looked like he could have oh been he hurt. He's bouncing he just, all nothing. over the place. Nothing. No, no. He looks quick and he looks powerful. That's the impressive part on both sides. He looks one man amongst children. I just like, you know, a lot of guys that, a lot of guys that try to avoid every fucking tackle are the guys that cough it up a lot. And so far, right, he's not, he hasn't been that fumble prone guy. He's so quick. Hey, let's, uh, let's focus because Bullfrog (laughs) made a bet with Dweez Nuts last week. This was Blake Bortles versus Alex Smith straight up. Just buy the guys some time. Here's a quote. Here's a quote from Big Wiz right after taking this bet. Did you take this bet to me? And I said, yes. And he said, why would you take that bet? It's because fucking Blake Bortles is the man. Four interceptions, two touchdowns, yep. but he manages to beat Alex Smith. Five Zero. turnovers, dude. He had five turnovers. Alex how Smith how threw the fuck he got any positive points on this? Alex Smith threw for like 150 yards and zero touchdowns. No, he had 240 was, and he ran one in. It was an ugly ass He ran game. one in. I don't understand how Bortles actually gets positive points I'm pretty on sure. 450 yards. And five pass. turnovers. If yes. he didn't run two in touchdowns. that 21-yard touchdown, I bet it would have been real fucking close. Might have been close. Take real close. your shot. Fucker. Shit, 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 shit. I think the drop sounds better than you do. <laughs> Woo! Alright, now that we got some booze flowing, Bullfrog is half naked. I think maybe the show's gonna get a little more interesting. I'm sorry for the lack of energy these douchebags are bringing today, guys. But, uh, tough that job. Let's kick it up. Let's get into this week, week six in the NFL, and our can't get it up. What's the matter? 
Big Boy Can't Get It Up. I'm going to lead us out here uh, with a couple of wide receivers that I think uh, are going to have off days, slow days, manage those expectations. I don't think either of these are sit-worthy. You kind of have to play these guys if you've got them on your roster, but... I don't think they're going to win your week for you. The first one is DeAndre Hopkins, who has been a fucking stud this year, all year long. He's going against the Buffalo Bills, so why the hell, Dweez Nuts, would I want to manage these expectations? Well, a couple things. Buffalo's only allowed four receiving touchdowns on the year, and all of them came in the first two weeks of the year, okay? Uh, they have kept Adam Thielen, the league's leading receiver, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams, uh, Geronimo Allison, Corey Davis, they've kept all those guys out of the end zone. These are big touchdown scoring wide receivers. Uh, Buffalo's only allowed three 12-point receivers on the year so far. And again, two of those came in the first two weeks. Look, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be playing against Tredavious White. Bullfrog has informed us all who that man is and what he can do. He's playing with an ankle, hamstring, thumb, and now foot. Minor injuries, all of them, but they, they got to add up. You got to think they add up. So we got a defense that doesn't allow big play receivers. You got a defensive cornerback who doesn't allow receivers a lot of room. Uh, and you got a DeAndre Hopkins who's a little bit banged up, and there are other options on this team. You got a defense in Buffalo that gives up points in general, so maybe they're not going to be throwing it all over the place. I think DeAndre Hopkins has a slow week. Guys, jump in before I hit my next one. Yeah, a couple things. Uh, well, I want to I want to jump in on uh, your DeAndre Hopkins pick. I do like that pick. Uh, Tre'Davious White on the season has only allowed 118 yards on 18 targets. It's real good. The guys he's guarding. That's it. 18 targets. And he's gone up. You, yards. you heard the right. list of the guys he's playing. Corey Davis. Yeah. Now DeAndre Hopkins has scored uh, or has caught 11 of his 39 catches in the slot. So, you know, A.J. Green last week got moved away from uh, Xavier Howard and yes. was able to have a good week. So it'll be interesting to see if the offensive coordinator will move Hopkins around and uh, throw Cootie or Fuller outside to eat up some of that Tredavious White coverage or not. I don't know. There is room. We'll see. There is room for slot receiver against Buffalo. Those are the guys that have performed best yardage-wise. DeAndre Hopkins might be the best receiver he goes against, though, too. Might be. Could That's be. A, that list that I told you is a lot of pretty good, good guys on that list. Uh, shit, I only got one wide receiver on my can't-get-it-up board, and that's going to be Antonio Brown this week. Another just, big, another big, another week. big namer uh, on the road. You think it's those lawsuits getting in his head? Oh, uh, could be part of it. You never know. Uh, on the road, Big Ben, uh, you know, is a he's a struggler on the road. Uh, this is a uh, big conference game. I see it. As being a more or divisional game, thank you. Uh, I see it as being a more ground and pound type game. Uh, try not to take as many risks, possibly. Antonio Brown coming off of a big game where I think he scored two touchdowns last week. Again, like you said, off field drama. Big Ben struggling a little more than usual. I think it's a uh, you know manage your expectations when it comes to Antonio Brown. Wiz, I see you don't have any receiver, so I'll give you my other guy here. That's Stephon Diggs. I think he's a wide receiver eight on the year right now. Two Thielen's number one. Jesus, these guys, this, this Vikings team. But I think Diggs struggles a little bit. Arizona's only allowed one 100-yard receiver and one receiving touchdown on the entire season. You know who scored that touchdown? Trent Taylor. Oof. Yeah. 
Uh, maybe it's because uh, the teams don't have to throw it a lot against Arizona. We know they're the worst, at least, right. offensive team in the league. Uh, but maybe it's because Patrick Peterson might be the best corner in the league. At least he is thus far this year. And we expect Peterson to cover Diggs more than Thielen because uh, at this point in the year, Thielen's been playing about 55% of his snaps from the slot. Diggs only about 25% of his snaps. And Peterson is a guy that does not slide over to cover the slot. He will follow your number one receiver as long as he's playing on the outside. So I expect him to be on Diggs more than he is Thielen. And that's gonna that's gonna make it a, a tough day for Diggs. Also, look, Diggs is not great against a contested catch. This is the area that he he thrived in last year, but this year he's struggling. Only thirty three percent catch rate on the contested catch. Uh, and Patrick Peterson is a ball hawk, so don't expect anything to come easy to him this week. I think he struggles all week. Uh, he's got. I think he has a relatively bad game and let Thielen go off and score himself a, a boatload of points. Maybe your Dalvin Cook has a big game as well this week. One of these weeks, they're going to have to try to get their ground game going. You know, they have to if they want to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. They have to be able to get that ground game. This going. should be that week. You'd think so. I don't know if Cooks. You know, it'll be the true tell. The true tell of how healthy Cook is. You know, if they're willing to feed him the rock twenty times. Or so Murray, Tavius Murray's or, not. Yeah, Murray just seems like trash at this point. Yeah. All right, I got a quarterback here. I'll throw this out here because I know Wiz wants to tell us a couple of his, and this is related to Bullfrog's wide receiver option. That's Big Ben. Like you said, struggles against uh, road opponents. Anytime he goes on the road, those splits are pretty nasty. But specifically against the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, he's been only okay over the course of his career. Uh, 237 yards is the average, 1.3 touchdowns and an interception. That's what he's averaged against the Bengals throughout his entire career. Um, 265, one and a half and one over the last three years. So, you know, his offense hasn't changed in three years. He's got a new coordinator, but everybody around him is the same. The Bengals' defense hasn't really changed all that much in the last three years. So I expect him to struggle both because he does against Cincinnati and because he does on the road. Uh, and, and look, Cincinnati has only given up one game on the year in five with more than 185, or I guess over the last three, right, more than 185 passing yards. So I think I think they step up, like you said, slow that passing game down. And Big Ben has a tough time. Next, quarterbacks. What kind of quarterbacks do you want? You got a couple of them there, buddy. Let's hear. I'm them. throwing Andrew Luck against the Jets, folks. Vegas says this game is one of the lowest scoring games. I think it's the over under 41. The Jets have a top 10 defense. There is no Hilton, no Doyle, and Ebron is hurt. Marlon Mack is going to be back. This game is going to be a low-scoring game. You don't it's going believe to be in a, Pascal? It's going to be a low-scoring game. Chester, the Pascal. molester. I think Chester the molester might be a decent, might, decent play here because there's no other option. Zach Pascal has been getting a ton of work. We don't care about Zach Pat. Who? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't expect big things out of luck in this week. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that way. I just asked that question earlier to Dewey's Nuts about luck. Or yeah, Baker this week. I spent about I spent about thirty minutes this week researching Andrew Luck, and everything looked awesome to me. And I wanted to put him in my stream until I saw that he's still eighty five percent owned, so I couldn't put him in my streams. I believe Luck has a big day. What is the what is the over under number fantasy points that we're making on this bet? I'll take both of you on again. Twenty one. Twenty. <laughs> I bet he ends the top twelve. How's that? You think he's in the top twelve? Yeah, I think he ends top twelve. Um, I think I'll take, take that bet. Top 12 finish. I don't want top 12. I'll say top 10 to make it a little juicier for you. Sure. Yeah, double dip that it's shit. Top 10. Bet. It's a bet. 
All right, who's the other quarterback you don't like this week? I don't like Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Wow. Wow. See what you Bill got. Bill Belichick against quarterbacks that are under the age of 25, I believe, is like 25 and 0. Oh. Wow. What? Man, I knew Where he was do good. you even find that? I've known he was good against rookie quarterbacks. He's always been really good against rookie quarterbacks. But ESPN. Mahomes not quite Easy. a rookie, but pretty damn close. Pretty damn close, right? Um, expect Bill to take out, to slow this game down. He's going to take out their, their best option right now, which is which is going to be Patty Mahomes. So I expect Bill to slow this game down and run the ball and not use Mahomes. And so Mahomes has struggled the last couple of weeks as well. And I say when I say struggled, I mean he's not throwing the touchdowns. Well, last week he didn't throw any touchdowns, right? Yeah, he ran no a couple touchdowns last week. Ran one in. I think he had what one last the week before that. So he's been struggling. Although, like I said last week, a struggling Pat Mahomes. If you watch him. That eye test says he's, he's he a looks good, good. He's a good fucking quarterback. Yeah, he's good, but I think if, but we know what Bill does is, is he takes out the other team's best asset. Basically, I, I expect them to make Kareem Hunt run the ball. And that yeah. Patriots defense is, as they do every year, starting to come to form. Correct, and they're starting to look good. You'd think they're going to take Kelsey away for sure. They got to take the safety valve out, and like you said, they're set up now. If you can, Brady can dink and dunk to Edelman and White. For five yards every play. That's what they're going to do. Eat 25 seconds Correct. off the clock every fucking play. March down the field. Put together 80-yard drive. Eight Mahomes minute, off Eight-minute drives, field. yeah. Kind of like the Lions did to the Pats. Correct. If the Pats can do it to the Chiefs. We'll see. I right. like I like it. Let's I hope go, it happens. Let's go running backs. we got a lot of running backs in here. Who wants to start us off? I'll give. Uh, I'll just give you all three of mine. Knock yeah. them right out here. Let's do it. Carlos Hyde versus the Chargers, coming off of a season low in snaps, only 35%. Let's pause there, because I literally said last week, he's going to be on the field less because Duke Johnson is going to have to play a little bit more. Nick Chubb's going to have to play a little more to spark something. That's 100% accurate. I might have only gotten 33% of my calls right last week, but this one was 100% accurate. Nice job, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, a lot of that was the game script, but they weren't really ever down too much. Uh, He did still have 18 carries. Didn't do a whole lot with him, uh, but he's definitely getting taken off the field for any type of third down or two-minute drive or trailing situations. The Chargers have been a little better against the run than they've been in the past this year. Uh, they've actually been a sieve through the, through the air is where they're getting killed is through the air, not on the ground. So Hyde becomes very, very touchdown dependent. So, you know, if he doesn't get a touchdown, you know, he's scoring you six or seven points. That's it. Which is not enough. Which is, yeah, shit, because he's not no going to get many catches back. Is that right? Duke Johnson had 51% of the snaps? You betcha. Wow. Uh, still hide out, touched him, but For sure, yeah. Duke was out there that a makes, lot more. The snap kind of makes a difference. David Johnson versus the Vikings. We've already touched on this game a little bit. Uh, the Vikings are maybe one of two teams or maybe the only team, but they have yet to allow a rushing score to an opposing running back on the season. Uh they have the they've given up the lowest amount of fifteen plus yard running plays, and we know that David Johnson hasn't busted too many of those yet this season because he hasn't even had more than what seventy or eighty yards on a game. I don't think, you know, unless it's another Buffalo Minnesota situation, this is uh, projecting to be a bad game script for the uh, Cardinals. Granted, Johnson gets some of the passing work, but he's also been getting taken out on third downs because of his. Failed pass block attempts a few times. Uh, you see him standing on the sideline in third down situations, which is not good. And if he can, and if it gets too ugly, then he's just going to be pulled and sad. And, uh, right, last my one? last one is uh, the Zeke man against Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's giving up three point six yards per carry. Again, 
You know, if all goes well for Jacksonville, this is going to be a negative game script for Zeke. He did get quite a few catches. You know, he's been picking up his receiving game, but I just do not trust the Dallas offense right now to score more than 15 fucking points. He's the only uh, player on that offense. I smell it again. Same shot I smelled in, in Stanford. Uh, ah, 15? Ugh. Well, I said 15 as a, as a... What do you want? What do you want? A top? You pick the number. Here's why I love Zeke this week. Because I think the Dallas defense is going to slow Bortles down a whole lot. And this is this game is going to be played on the ground. From both teams. Yes. So I'll take... I'll, I'll take top 10. Top 10 finish for Zeke? Yeah. I'll take that bet all day. Fucking ain't Put it in. Are you, Put uh, it double, in! Are we double dipping again? Are we doing all these a double dipper? No double dipper today. <clears throat> we already had one. You don't want that one, though? Nope. You like that? You like it's that ground and pound game, huh? Yay! So you think Zeke will be a top 10 running back? Jeez, that's bold. Yeah. I like it. Let me give you the last running back here. In his Alex Collins. It's not the last one. Second to last he's, running back. He's a borderline top 24 there, Wiz. Um, Alex Collins. A borderline. The next guy that Nuts is going to talk about also yeah. borderline is to fix that exact same category. I agree with you, which is why I wasn't going to say anything about yeah, it. Yeah, he's real borderline, yeah, too. No shit. Bigger name to begin the season with, though. His guy. Drafters and a move. Alex Collins is a number one running Tell back for the most part. He's going against good. Tennessee. Tennessee has a very good defense. Again, a top five defense. I think they have 17.2 points a week. Um, similar to what you just talked about, very low-scoring game, I expect this Tennessee Ravens game to be the exact same thing. A slow game. It's going to be a ground game. The problem in this is that Buck Allen's still there. If they get in the red zone, it's not going to be Alex Collins. All Buck It's disappointing. Yeah. Alex Collins. Which is a shame because Alex Collins is super fucking talented. Um, here's why I think you're super wrong, and I'll place another fucking bet on this one. You are going to be hammered! Yeah, you're right, but Tennessee has allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs. Here are the running backs they faced. Kenyon Drake, Frank Gore, Lamar Mill, and Alfred Blue, TJ Yeldon, Jay Ajayi, Wendell Smallwood, LaShawn McCoy, Chris Ivory... No. Shady McCoy, you said was being a top 10 running back. Shady McCoy was awesome, except when he played again, when he got 24 carries, 85 yards in that game, 23 yards passing, he had a good game. He had a good fantasy game. That's the best fantasy game played against him this year. None of those running backs are on any of my teams because they'll suck. What I'm saying is, Alex Collins is going to get it done this week. You want to bet? Top, I, I will take a top 24, which is about borderline where he belongs going into it. Also, he'll be outside the top. 20. Well, when you say can't get it up, you're claiming he's outside the top 24, so ball up a little bit. Ball up, motherfucker! I mean, let me look at some stats here, buddy. I just told you all the stats you needed. You I told you all the important it. ones. You think about it, and um, I, will, I, will, I will talk about my running back while you think about it. Yeah, yours is an idiot. I've got Jordan Howard here. What about this one later? Here's some stuff about Jordan Howard, okay? On the season, averaging 3.2 yards per carry, which is miserable. That's a miserable number. 15 or less carries in three out of four games. Part of the reason we love Jordan Howard coming into the year, and a lot of people did, a lot of fantasy experts did, is because we expected him to get a shitload of work. We expected his passing numbers to come up a little bit, but not only is he he not getting a whole bunch of receiving options and targets, but he's not getting the carries either. He's only got one touchdown in the year. Now, the opponent this week, the Miami Dolphins, who we know is a terrible team, have been pretty good against the run, 3.7 yards per carry is what they're giving up. Uh, this is complete asinine stats here. Those are legit. Miami's giving up 3.7 yards per carry. On the flex run. trafficking. We'll talk about flex trafficking. 
Miami is very beatable by receiving backs. This is where running backs have killed them, catching the ball out of the backfield. Matt Nagy is a coach who has proven that he knows what what he knows how to do is game plan against the opponent's weaknesses. He, like I, knows that Miami is more beatable against pass catching backs than they are against rushing backs. So I expect uh, once again for the second week in a row. Listening the to second him. week out of the last two, because the the Bears run by last week, I think Tariq Cohen ends up having a larger role in this game because of the game plan. We know in the early offseason, Nagy said, hey, these two running backs are going to be game plan specific. This is a game plan that screams Cohen to me because it's going to be a screen game more than it is a handed off up the middle game because Miami's pretty good against that up-the-gut run. Yeah, let me tell you why. Should I say my stats for our flex trafficking because he's my flex trafficking player? Let's just do this. Let's make this bet Jordan Howard versus Alex Collins. Who does worse? I think Jordan Howard's going to do way better than Alex Collins. I'll take that bet. It's a bet! I just said it for you. Yeah, I feel like I should have a handicap on this because Alex Collins isn't as good as Jordan Howard. I'll take it straight up because I'm a little bit drunk. How you feeling, Bullfrog? Just get in that peaceful, Whoa. quiet mode over no, this here. No, this is the last week you were talking about it. Now you're not talking at all. Hey, let's move off of our can't get it up, guys. I think we've done them all. And uh, we've got some more interesting drops for you. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. That's Wiz's favorite drop. Do you get a little hard when we talk about the kids? I Something about your your wife's voice and flex trafficking yeah, just, turns me on. Just on this drop. <laughs> Who wants to kick us off with their first flex traffic? Bullfrog! Uh, okay, uh, I'll start with my wide receivers. Um, I think any possible flex starter from that Atlanta-Tampa game. Uh, if you've been listening to the show at all over the last four or five weeks, I said Atlanta versus anyone was going to be a high-scoring game, both from Atlanta's side and their opponents, which happens to be Tampa Bay this week. And it might be worth saying anybody against Tampa Bay is worth. Oh yeah, that's the other team. This is a Tampa Bay storm? That's why Jameis Winston's the, probably the top fucking daily fantasy player as well at a price that's affordable in a game that should be a shootout. Again, you can't predict everything, but all signs point to this game just being a fucking shit show, forty-two to forty. So in your flex spot, you like the so, receivers. Yeah, Muhammad Sanu, he's a little banged up. Make sure you check the injury report. Djax, I feel like Jameis doesn't have the best of connections with Djax. Um, so, I don't know. That's a guy that's probably the lowest on the list out of the, these other guys. Godwin for the Bucks. Even Humphrey's out of the slot. You know, Jameis just being a little bitch and wanting to dump it off to the inside slot guy. Any of those guys, if you're desperate for a flex Pick a fucking flex guy from a game that should be a shootout. Let me ask you this question about this game. It's not it's not listed anywhere here, um, but Ronald Jones has been giving yeah, the official no, nod as a yeah. start. He's, well, I don't know that he can necessarily catch the ball coming out of the backfield, but Peyton Barber certainly can't. Is this somebody that, this is to both of you, is this somebody that like is worth picking up and throwing out there this week, maybe in dailies worth looking at this week? Is Ronald Jones somebody in this High-scoring potential, uh, a chance to score some points. Yeah, I think definitely in a daily tournament. Why not? You know, especially if you're having a bunch of lineups, lineup variants where you're, you know, throwing a bunch of different lineups in there. Fucking take a shot on Ronald Jones. As far as a season long, man, you'd have to probably be pretty desperate with the buys or injuries. But 
he definitely has the potential to put up a 20-point game in this type of shootout. Yeah, I, I agree with you to the fact of we're talking about, again, the fifth spot, a real flex spot here between number three, running back number three wide receiver. I would tend to think you would not go him. There's better options in the wide receiver category. Running back category. Oh, in the wide receiver. Correct. As a flex, he's saying Correct. a wide receiver pick. All right. What other wide receivers you guys got? Anybody? I got Tyler Boyd, who's been our flex trafficking all-star for the last, what, three weeks in a row now? You say all-star, but he got me a zero. Well, it's because you, I didn't tell you to pick him last week. You picked him. I picked him when he produced. I'm picking him again against the Steelers. Again, the Steelers are one of the worst team defenses in the league. They, I think they give up 30, around 30 points a week, and their number two receiver, which is Tyler Boyd in this team, destroys the Steelers. They give up, I think it's 15 or 15 is air yards right? Air yards per per reception, and Tyler Boyd does that exceptionally well. I got a couple of receivers for you as well. Let's look back to that Bears game. Uh, I like Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel has been the target share leader, or at least near the target share leader in most of these games. Every time you look, Trubisky's throwing it to Gabriel underneath. Twenty three percent of the target share. Robinson does have twenty five, so he's not quite the leader. Uh, Gabriel also has 30% of the end zone target share, which kind of blew my mind as a little guy underneath. Robinson, the same right at 30%. And as an underneath slot kind of receiver, 76% catch rate, which is really nice, but he, he leads the league in catchable ball catch rate at 100%. Wow, Mitchell throws a nice ball. He has caught every single ball that's been within his Three range. Three yards downfield. On the season. About from me to you. I would, I think you... So, so here's some other numbers. Hang on. As a slot guy who runs these underneath routes, the thing that you need to be really good at is breaking out, of, uh, coming out of a break and separating. Number seven in the league in average yards of separation per target. I think he's at two and a half yards of separation per target. Uh, there are seven wide receivers on the year who have scored at least 12 fantasy points against Miami Dolphins on this season. And none of, very few of them have been a, a playing on the outside against that Xavier Howard. Taylor Gabriel was not going to face any coverages worthwhile. I think he scores over 12 and gets himself into that top 24 as a solid flex option for you this week. I agree with you on this. I think there's a couple things here. He was pretty much garbage until Anthony Miller went out. And he's since back. Anthony Miller went. He's back. Separate shoulder. I'm pretty he's sure back. Miller's back this week. Is he? Which he's going to hamper earlier. Yeah. I didn't listen to you half the time. Um, but I, I think Gabriel's a good picker. Like you said, Mitchell throws a really good three-yard ball. This is, where, this, three this is where Gabriel gets open. That's right. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad pick, but you know, if you're looking for 12 to 14, you're fine. But I don't think he has a, a big, big week like he did against Tampa. Low ceiling, low ceiling. Miller's all we, back. All we need. Game scripts. Yeah, That's game script's going to be – they're not going to have to air it out the whole game. Here's a guy that might have a great week <clears throat> and might have an absolute shit week. That's Josh Gordon. In his short time on this team – and he's only been there a short time and actually played quite less than a short amount of time on the New England Patriots. He has a 37.5% end zone target share already, which means, you know, that's what he does, right? He's a, he's a touchdown guy. He's a big body in the end zone. And uh, Tom Brady's thrown it to him in the end zone. So if he's thrown it to him in the end zone, I'll take it. That's touchdown potential for us. Now, against these Kansas City Chiefs, Worst defense in the league. I think second or third worst passing defense in the league. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Juju Smith-Schuster, Dante Moncrief, Keelan Cole, all these guys had at least 70 yards receiving. The common thread is these are either deep ball guys or big body guys or a combination of those two. Josh Gordon is a big body deep ball threat guy. 
He's the guy, the type of receiver that has been successful against this Kansas City Chiefs shitty defense. Last week, Bullfrog here said that Tom Brady is primed to be the GOAT rest of season. I think Josh Gordon is going to be a part of that going forward in plot positive plus matchup games. And this is the most positive plus matchup game uh, there is here. I expect a couple, maybe, you know, he may only have three or four deep, or catches on the, the week. But they're going to be deep. I think he probably scores. Uh, that rapport is building. His targets have increased each of the two games he's been there with Brady, and that just keeps going up this week. I expect I expect a, a decent little week out of Gordon. I'm good with that pick. Let me give another receiver here in flex trafficking. Chester Rogers. We mentioned that Luck is probably going to have a bad week, but Hilton's not there. Ebron's hurts, and Doyle is gone. Russ Rogers has had 11 targets in each of the last two weeks. Um, I don't know what anything would be different here. It's good opportunity here. That's fair. Yeah, I'm on Trester Rogers this week as well. He's on my list. He's a target monster. Um, he should be a solid, solid flex play. Again, not someone that I'm looking to go for three touchdowns and 200 yards, but, you know, 10 catches and 80 yards, that's points. Good opportunity. That's points. points. Yeah. And it might be garbage points at this point. You know, garbage yards. All right, running backs. Uh, I've got three of them for you. One of them has already been mentioned, I think. Did you talk about? No, I don't think you guys did. But Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, give it to me. I don't have much stats listed. Uh, you want me to read yours? <laughs> I'll let you read yours. But we got Tariq Cohen, me and Dewey's Nuts here. Uh, I'll let him give you some more details. But again, game script. Uh, he's getting touches last week, or not last week, but two weeks ago. Before the bye week, uh, Cohen got involved in that game plan. And I think, you know, according to the coaching style and the way they want to do things, he's the better fit for that offense than Jordan Howard is. Uh, I see Cohen having another solid week. Uh, yeah, look, he's averaging 12 yards per catch so far. Five yard, 5.1 yards per carry. That's, that's to Jordan Howard's 3.2 yards per carry. He's getting it done. 13 carries. In their last game, seven catches in their last game. And this was a game where Nagy said, hey, uh, look, Tampa Bay is beatable by the running backs out of the backfield catching the ball. That's the exact same way Miami's beatable. Like I said earlier, I agree with you completely. Tariq Cohen here is a good play. My other running backs, my other two running backs are very injury dependent. Uh, so you're going to have to be... Watching the Sunday news and especially the Monday night news, this one's gonna be a tough one. Uh, but I like Kyle uh, just you, suck it. You Kyle just suck it. Just I think. And just it. for listeners' <laughs> recommendation, it, it's tough to recommend guys on Monday in that flex position for yeah. this specific reason. But let's say you're a Brita owner you said and just suck it. Just suck it is a uh, is a check for the you that know what you're. You Kyle know. J Juju Kyle Juice. Uh, let's say he's available and you're a Brita owner and Brita is in your flex spot. Keep an eye on Kyle Juice. <laughs> I like just suck it. Just keep going. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if Morris is your starter, uh, this guy's your third down back. He had seven catches last week uh, and one carry for 12 yards, I think. But uh, so that's a deep, deep flex guy. And then Bilal Powell is if Crowell's out. I think Bilal Powell is a must-daily starter, must-play daily guy, and a great flex spot if if Crowell is if out. Crowell's out. Yeah. Who is questionable at this point? You got any running backs there, Wiz? Chris Carson's a good option here. Okay. Going against the Raiders, who give up 127 yards per game. 
Carson, in his last two games where he's been healthy, has averaged 4.2 yards and over 100 yards in each of those games. Russell, during that same time frame, has gone, I think, under 200 yards. He's almost become fantasy Not irrelevant. Under 200 yards, under 23 tar- or passing attempts. Yeah. He's, he's almost become irrelevant as a, as a, as a fa- number one option last year is not so quickly. Yeah, quickly. Uh, I think Carson here is a good option if you are looking for a running back or a, a flex position. Is a good option here. Do you feel the same way about Mike Davis this week? If you're if you're deep, deep leagues. Yeah, if you have to if you have to play, I think you, you talked about before with Eckler and Gordon. I think they're on a different level here. But there's the opportunity to play Carson and Davis and still maybe get 10, 10 12 okay. points here. You want you want to hear my Seattle theory? I do. Yes, I want to hear your very, drunken Seattle very deep. theory. <laughs> As a coaching staff. <laughs> You realize that your team is not very good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to win a fucking Super Bowl, and you probably won't even make the playoffs. So for this year, we're going to just run the shit out of the ball with two guys we could care fucking shit about. That's, Chris Carson yeah. and Mike Davis. Hence the we're going to fucking pound them to the ground. They can get hurt. We're going to give them 20 carries each. We're going to let Russell stay safe, uninjured. We're going to let Penny learn, pick up the schemes. Get a few touches. So for maybe next year with some draft picks and some trades and some and improvements. There's some valid things you just said. There. I, I think I think I mean they understand that they they can't let Russell Wilson run around back there and just go in circles. That they they're better off especially just on a the ball. season that it's not. Gonna the happen. only the only problem with that theory is that Pete Carroll's not coming back next year. Oh, but what the does. fuck does he care? Pete, we'll Pete's that. coming back. Is, he, is this his last year on this contract? It's a bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna go deep. It's gonna be a while before. You, uh, hopefully, the show's still around. <laughs> not this rate. It's not. Anybody else got a flex spot for us? Nope. I'm All right. Dry. Here's the next thing. Now that's a stream. Quarterback is the first position that we like to stream, and I like Joe Flacco this week. Joe Flacco this year is not the Joe Flacco of the past few years, and I blame that all on Lamar Jackson. Your team drafts a quarterback in the first round, trades up to get a quarterback in the first round, and all of a sudden somebody lit a fire underneath Joe Flacco's ass. He's averaging 310 yards and multiple touchdowns in each game this season. Uh, I think that continues. I know that he's playing against the Tennessee defense, the Tennessee defense that looks on paper, stat-wise, that they're real good, seventh toughest against quarterbacks, but I think that's a little bit misleading. Yes, Ryan Tannehill had a really shitty week against them. Yes, Blake Bortles threw a lot of fucking interceptions and turned the ball over a lot against them. And and yes, Josh Allen, Josh Allen he's really had good. a shitty week against them. Yeah. But Blake, but uh, Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson both came in here, had 310-plus yards, two touchdowns on them. So you put a good quarterback on this defense, and they perform okay. Flacco right now is playing like a good quarterback. I expect him to have a couple of scores, and I expect him to be up over 275. Those numbers are deflated because of the competition. I think this defense gets a little bit exposed against a, a Baltimore offense that we know based on statistics previously, score points. And they're going to do it this week. Let me tell you why it's, this is a bad recommendation to our listeners. Please do. Uh, Bullfrog and I are both taking Jameis Winston here. Much better matchup, much better option against the fucking shitty Atlanta Falcons, who look, who are look, fucking garbage. Yeah, I would absolutely take Jameis Winston over him as well. 
I'm just not sure why we would tell our listeners how you would ever because we can't all Joe pick Flacco. the same fucking guy who's already more than fifty percent owned. I picked there are some much looking. better options here than that, buddy. I like Flacco. Actually, I want to give you some Flacco shit right here. You ready? Give me some shit. I think it is a great time to pick up Joe Flacco, mm. but not so much for this particular week. But listen to the. Listen to the the opponents the rest of the season. I believe after this Titans game, he has one opponent that scares me. He gets a home matchup against the Saints. Should that be a good game for him? Should be. Should be. Maybe. Here's a tough one at Carolina. That's a tough okay. one. Then he's got home against the Steelers. That should be good. Home against the Bengals. Home against the Raiders. At Atlanta. At Kansas City. Home against Tampa. At the Chargers. And home against the Browns. That might be the best remaining schedule of all NFL teams. What about these schedules? Look. The so does Alex Collins pick up some value soon? Eventually? Eventually. With all those teams and Flacco and Brown? Yeah. Go get Brown. Um, There's two better options here besides Flacco in my mind. For this week, Carr's a better option against Seattle. Carr's never a better option. He's got a shit cook. Against Seattle. Okay, that's a better option. Option number two here would be the fucking goddamn... Case Keenum versus the goddamn Rams. Look, I will, I will. You pick one of those two, and I'll make that bet. Pick, pick your favorite. I'll take Case Keenum, who's thrown one touchdown in the last four weeks. Pick that guy. I'll take. So I get to choose here. Okay. Got, how about Baker? Are we give me Baker over Flacco. Mm, what the Browns got? Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> you want that? I'll take that one. That's one. And we says. I'll, I'll, I'll stay with, uh, I'll go with Carr. <laughs> you are going to be fucking loaded, folks. You better win some of these. Setting myself up. So you both picked Jameis Winston this week. No, you don't both pick Jameis Winston. Oh, we did. Tell me about your streaming yeah, quarterback did. options. We both picked Jameis. I'm trying to give my fucking deep guys some help. Somebody who's looking for somebody desperate for a quarterback. You can find... So, yeah, I mean, Jameis, Jameis was picked up already early in the week. Like uh, I picked him up in one of my leagues. Uh, my other guy that is probably available in some leagues is uh, good old Baker Mayfield. I like the matchup this week. It's a home game against the Chargers. They're traveling across the damn country for a 1 o'clock game. Uh... Their their secondary has not been nearly as good as it was last year. They're missing Bosa. They're not getting much heat. Baker's throwing the ball a lot for a rookie quarterback. He's fucking throwing the shit out of the ball. My big debate this week, guys, is who do I start? Andrew Luck or Baker Mayfield? Andrew Luck. I am heavily. I just told you don't start Luck. I'm heavily Ooh, leaning towards Luck. the Baker. Mayfield's got better matchup. You, yeah, you it's a about home this. game. It's a home game. They're going to be trailing, you think? He's going to be throwing. Statistic. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Luck on a bet is better than Baker Mayfield. Andrew, Andrew Luck Ray. doesn't have his best players. God, do we got to keep doing this, guys. What do you want to bet on now? Luck and Mayfield. <laughs> Mayfield versus fucking Luck? Yeah. A double dip on him? He might be like 10 shots deep. Now. Yeah, we're looking at 10 right now. Do you that's, want it? That's as an easy Are you going to bitch out? What? Yeah, I'll take on. it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, might as well double, double dip him. Oh, uh, are we ready to move on to tight ends? I yes. haven't been listening to you at all. Tight, tight ends. I think two of us have the same tight ends, so let's say it. Do you know how to say it, Wiz? You Who's your mama? That's, well, yeah, he, yeah, that's what I said. It's <laughs> CJ Uzama. This is the tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals. Sort of the de facto 
tight end. He's really the only one left. Tyler Eifert is out, out for the season. Crybaby little uh, mullet bitch is done. <laughs> Tyler Croft did leave last week with a foot injury. He's questionable mm-hmm. to play this week. But even if he does play, Uzama played 92% of the snaps last week, guys. 92%. Well, Croft's in a walking boots right here, right? Y- yeah, he's, 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 he might, he might play. But Uzama's the guy here. Pittsburgh has been really bad. Number, number two. Against the tight Worst, yes. Second word, right? Kelsey. Um, O.J. Howard, Max Williams, Age, or Austin Hooper has all have all went for five catches, fifty plus yards against. You don't need a whole lot from a tight end to be worthwhile. If you get more than fifty yards, you're doing okay. And as a streamer, I think you could do worse than Uzama. And and not just this week. I think Uzama for a couple of weeks might be able to sit on your roster. You don't have to worry about it. I like you, this guy. You're still 100% correct. You get 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 seven eight points out of your uh, out of a streaming tight end position. It's a great idea. Awesome. You know, I, great opportunity here. Uh, Cameron Brayton, he's the easy one. Probably already picked up in your league early in the week on the waiver wire. So I'll throw out a real deep sleeper, Hayden Hurst. Oh, I love it. Hayden oh, goddammit, I love it. Uh, I know. wanted so badly to put him in here, but I just didn't have the guts to do it. I appreciate your balls, dude. You've been reading some stuff. Coaching staff's really liking what he's doing in practice. He's showing out in practice. Uh, I know they've got fucking, I don't even know Max how many tight. Max Williams and, and uh, three other fucking assholes. Some Bengal white guys. I don't know all their names, but there there's a go. lot of them. That's racist. He's got to fight through Is a it, lot of If you're talking about white guys, they're yes. white. Yes. Goes both ways. That's right. No, no. That's right. Goes both ways. I gotcha. But he's got to be the best the best pass-catching tight end in the group. Uh, eventually, he's going to come out. Eventually, he's going to burst out, have a good game. I agree. Thanks, buddy. I talked about him a lot in the preseason. Let's go defenses here. I'm going to start with the Dallas Cowboys. Although, before I said it, I, I, said, I picked the Dallas Cowboys, and then Sean Lee was uh, determined to be out. I, it's, it's tough to pick the Cowboys with Sean Lee out after last year. When he was gone, they were a very different defense. But look, they're playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, even if they lose his game, we saw what Bortles likes to do, in turn, uh, that is play loose with the ball. So you might be looking at positive point production from this defense with some turnovers. But Jacksonville, they turned the ball over 12 times, uh, at least one time in every game on the season so far. Um, seven interceptions for Blake Bortles. It should be a low-scoring game. I think this is the lowest-scoring game as far as the Vegas odds with 50.5 or 51 over and under. Jacksonville's best player, Leonard Fournette, still out of the game. Dallas hasn't given up. This is just shocking to me. Dallas hasn't given up more than 24 points on the year so far. Their opponents have averaged just 19 points on the season. They're sitting at 15 sacks right now. I know they were the sack leader to begin the year, but they're at sixth in the league right now. So they're playing against a team that gives the ball up. They're playing. They haven't given up a whole lot of points at all. Um, they get to the quarterback, and they're going to put pressure on a quarterback that likes to throw the ball to the wrong color jersey. So it seems to me like this is a no-brainer pick. Stream the Dallas Cow. I am streaming the Dallas Cowboys defense in one of my leagues this week, and I think you should too. I will choose the Green Bay Packers going against the fucking San Francisco 49ers who are traveling to Green Bay. You watched the Packers in the Lions game last week, right? Yep. Okay. CJ Beathard is not fucking goddamn uh, Stafford. Well, that's true. Right? Breed is out, likely to be out. They'll be on their fucking goddamn second or Alfred third. Morris. Yeah. Third. Below me. Dante Pettis isn't playing. Goodwin might play. 
If half the team's gone, they give up 8,000 sacks a fucking game. They're garbage. Expect a good game from the Packers in Lambeau, and it's going to be colder weather. Beat hard is going to be a hard game this week. Yeah, I mean, I picked I picked up the Packers in my big money league to play as my streaming defense this week. Seems like an easy one to pick, that they should be at least decent. Uh, as far as some deep streamers, uh, the Jets, D, at home against the Colts. Big, I think Dweez Nuts has mentioned them earlier this year. Uh, and I think they did okay for him uh, in one of his streamer picks. Again, they got Andrew Luck, who, yeah, might get some yards. Uh, but he's going to get sacked. He probably will throw some picks because his receivers will probably just kind of catch it and throw it up in the air for someone else to catch. Or they'll, one starting off or they'll drop it because we know Ebron likes to let it fucking fling off his hands or catch him. We don't know what Ebron's going to do. And the other one would be the Dolphins at home against the Bears. I know we've given the Bears some love, but Trubisky's it is Trubisky. Terrible. It is it's Trubisky. Terrible. Right. So if you got to take a risk and there's just not much out there, you pick a home team in a low-scoring matchup. Uh, I don't think Miami's favored. What's the line on that? Probably like a point or three two. And a half. Yeah, not very much. Two and a half. Oh uh, yeah, it's three for the Bears. So, but the over and under is only forty-two. So yeah, it's a you know, low-scoring game. Yeah, so I mean, it's a chance for the Miami to get maybe a couple sacks, a couple turnovers, maybe find ten, find their way to ten points. Hey guys, I'm gonna go find a corner somewhere in this strange place. While I do that, why don't you tell the people how to win some money? <laughs> Daily Deep Throat. Well, my friends, I have been giving you some good names, but I have not been able to put them all together in a lineup in a way to make me any fucking money. I don't think you're supposed to admit that. The last couple weeks. Oh, I give it the real. I am 100% bullfrog realistic here. All right. So, here's my names for you. Quarterback. I think we've talked about a couple of these guys. Obviously, Matty Ice. And Jameis Winston in that matchup. Pick one. Whoever you think's gonna go crazy. Jameis costs less, so if you're looking for value, it's there. I like Andy Dalton a little bit. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna go Andy Dalton. I think I've changed my tune a little bit on Andy Dalton as far as I think Mixon's gonna get a little bit more play. So I think I'm gonna fade Dalton probably. So my three guys are gonna be uh, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, and Baker Mayfield, baby. In my daily lineups. Running backs. Here's the names of the guys that I'm going to try to mix in a little bit. Joe Mixon, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, TJ Yeldon. Does Marshawn Lynch have a little revenge game in him? Fuck no. There's nothing left to Marshawn Lynch. Don't worry about it. You'll take your shots next week. (laughs) If you're lucky, I'll be gone. Might be heading north. Oh, Jesus. Oh! What do you think? Marshawn Lynch going to have a revenge game? Even no. though it's in London? No. No. Okay. No. Well, I did hear a good stat about that. In Wembley Stadium, the, there, there's a high a lot of points. Even though it's a garbage field, garbage. They, they put points. Has oh, it been oh, high-scoring games? Yeah, high, high-scoring games. They put up over 45, 49 or something. I did some good research about the Wembley games last year. i got to find that for next week. This week? It's happening this week. It's, it's happening this week. It's happening for a few weeks in a row. I should have looked it up. Other, my other running backs, Chris Carson, Cohen, and uh, Christian McCaffrey. So a lot of guys we've already talked about. I'm also high on for like my running Cohen back position. Cheap. Yeah, I think he's about 5,900. As of now, he's in my, my big lineup at the flex spot. Uh, wide receivers. Again, picking on guys from big. Is this going to be the week Julio does it? 
It's got to be. He, he, Historically, he fucking kills the Buccaneers. I think between now and the day he retires, he scores two more touchdowns. Fuck you. I'll take that four years. Fuck I'll take that you. Bet? No. Fuck you. That's the dumbest thing you've You're said. You're a liability of 11 bets. Ba- That's the He's so bad at touchdown scoring. Yeah, but he can catch the 50-yarder. Yeah, he'll have, two of those. He'll have uh, several 200-yard receiving games, but he won't score touchdowns. You are either going to be stone-cold sober next week because you are a genius, yeah. or you are going to be fucking passed out laying over... I think he nailed it on the head. Well, he was, what, 33% this week? Yeah, that's a good chance. He'll be 8 in the bag. You probably said with two guys that shouldn't have qualified. He was more like 24%. Anyway, let me finish my line. Finish Jordan Oates. Finish the deep throw. It's important to finish. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you speak guys. Stop talking so he finishes. About 10 years ago. Oh, God damn it. a series by this chick who called herself Heather I. Deep Throat. Anybody ever see those? No. Oh, my God. You're a little bit older than everyone else. Dude, this chick could put this bottle down her throat without even, like, blinking an eye. It was so good. She was so good at it. Well, how would she put down the like, fucking logs? And she looked like she was maybe 16. It was incredible. If you can find any Heather I Deep Throat videos from the early 2000s, do it. Continue We're going to watch throat. it as soon as the show episode's over. Finish your daily deep throat. We're going to watch it together here. <laughs> That's, uh, That's weird. But actually, I think I'm probably going to fade Brown. I talked about him earlier as a can't-get-it-up guy, so I don't think I'm going to end up putting Brown in any of my lineups, which costed me last week because he had two touchdowns, but that's all right. Uh, Mike Evans, again, in that shootout. I might try to put Julio and Evans in the same roster. A game script matchup there. Hoping both of those big-name guys go crazy. Uh, A.J. Green, Landry. I think Jarvis Landry should have a good week with Baker. Woods is a must-play if Cup or Cooks are out. I think Robert Woods. Again, I get that, but... You might get some late news. You never know. Is maybe maybe cheap? somebody wakes up dizzy. Do you know what he costs? Yeah, no, he's not real cheap. He's about 7400 but those is top guys are like 88 or 9 Is he the cheapest of the three? I think he's Cooks second. I think Cooks is usually the highest price at like 78 Is Cup the cheapest? I think Cups is about the cheapest. Cup is the highest performing out of them. I know he is. But that's got to be that's gotta be some negative regression coming eventually for him. Nope. He's maybe awesome. Not. I do like it, but. Uh, Boyd, who we've mentioned, uh, I think he's more of a safe play. I don't think he's a guy that can go for two and two two hundred. Uh, Ridley, Sanu, uh, and Will Fuller, maybe a little Will Fuller because of Hopkins getting covered by. Oh yeah, that one. Those are my guys again. Uh, you know, daily stuff. If you set your lineup for Sunday on Thursday night or Friday night or even Saturday, you're probably fucking yourself over. Wait. You you have to make adjustments at noon on Wait your daily lineups. Sunday somebody's, at noon when yeah. Bullfrog posts his, yeah. copy it, change. Three I haven't done guys, that in a few weeks, but maybe this week. Win. Yeah, I mean, it's, you gotta you gotta make adjustments. Last minute calls. Let's move on. Okay, uh, you ready for this one, Bullfrog? Yeah. Would you rather? Alright, motherfuckers, I'm pretty sure if you guys paid attention to the show last week, uh, I whooped Big Wiz's ass in Would You Rather. Yeah. Uh, we should probably start tracking that. We could. But here we go. We're going to start off with the two quarterback picks. Uh, you guys tell me which one you would Andrew rather Luck. start this week. Just because of that, I'm not even going to give that as a fucking option. <laughs> God. He's got 45 bucks right, going on. We're going to do a head-to-head matchup right here. Would you rather Andy Dalton or Big Ben? Andy Dalton. Easy. Fucking next one. 
I t- I'll, I'll take Big Ben because I picked them. Because you're an idiot. I, I, I picked Big Ben as you're a, an idiot. As a can't get it up guy this week. But I do think they're going to win this game. I think I think maybe a deep touchdown. Oh, two and a few. I don't you know what else is deep? Yards. Heather. You're what? Yeah, yes, she is. <laughs> okay. I feel bad about that, but I'm taking that seemed, Big Ben. That seemed pretty easy. Uh, any bets on that one? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, how about Jared Goff at Denver versus Kirk Cousins home against Arizona? I'll take Kirk Cousins at home against Arizona. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Kirk Cousins. Wow. Kirk Cousins. Once again, Look, we those, fuck Jared Goff. Those two. Those, I those told you, Goff has a tough matchup. When's he going to be fucking snowy? It's going to be fucking in goddamn fucking Denver. I don't think Denver's been that good this year, but at home they are better than they are away. And It's going to be snowy. The Vikings, as we've said time and time again, they can't run the ball. They're throwing it all fucking over the place, and Cousins has been successful to those two studs. When are we going to give three good receivers? When are we going to give Goff some love? Never. I did. Against Shanahan. All right, next up. Got three running back matchups here, okay? How about Sonny Mitchell versus TJ Yeldon? Who are you taking? Mm, Yeldon versus the the fucking Buffalo. They're playing the Cowboys. I'm taking Sonny Mitchell. playing KC. So if Sonny Mitchell plays, he is questionable. So even if he plays, I expect him to be a little slowed down. I expect James White to get a lot of work here. But even though that all of that, I'm still taking Sonny Mitchell. Um, again, I like yep. the Cowboys' defense this week to slow down that Jags team in general. So give me Michelle against the Good Chiefs. Pick. I like Michelle here too. Okay. How about uh, how about Joe Mixon versus Kareem Hunt? Joe Mixon, Kareem Hunt. You said it, Wiz. Belichick's going to come in and make Kareem Hunt beat them. And in the past couple of weeks, Kareem Hunt has stepped up to the game. I think he continues to do this. All right. It's not a bad pick. I just have a lot of faith in Joe Mixon that he's going to give you 20 points each week. Mixon's awesome. Super yes. talented. But I think the only thing that holds Kareem Hunt back is the opportunity, and I think Belichick forces the opportunity. Belichick's yeah. going to force this game to go slower is what he's going to do, and that does that plays his benefit. couple shit show guys here for you. Hit us. Jordan Howard or Marshawn Lynch? Lynch. Jordan Howard. Fucking easy pick, dude. <laughs> Lynch. Lynch. Lynch in London. Lynch in London. Mm-hmm. Howard right. gets Miami. What do we, what do we got? <laughs> Trying to find Heather D. Throw. Are you still Googling Heather I. D. Throw? Porn feed going here. Should we get some volume? All right. On to wide receivers. Oh. Did you find her? Is that her? You look pretty good yourself. Oh, she's just going to go right for it. She put it. Getting on her knees. Oh, boy. We are legit. <laughs> we, are, we are straight up watching porn, guys. Okay. Nice length, everybody. Nice length. Can you, you can keep watching, but keep going with our. Keep going here with your brother. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, guys, look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Doesn't bother Jeez, her at all. Look at that. So you said that she actually put like bottles into her mouth. I said she could. Yeah. You doubt it? Look at her. No gag reason. Look at her. Oh, look at her. Holy. Get it, Heather. Is that tennis? <laughs> all right. Keep going with the Witcher Brothers. I can concentrate. Wow. I, right. Can you? 
Yeah, just listening to it, I have a hard time. Can you mute it? Because I grew up in this town. Oh, he's about to come all over. Dude, I fucking jerked off to this chick so much in oh, college. There he goes. Look at that, right under her eye. <laughs> what a shot! She can lick it clean, even. What Please a good do. girl. What a girl. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's oh, go. my go. goodness. Where do I begin here? It's got weird, guys. Juju? Is that a good We're name for that? Our friendship up to the next level. Is that a little juju? A little bit of juju all over her eyelash. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, here we go. Would you rather... Look at that guy. Robert... <laughs> Oh, she's still, on, she's she's still was, deep throwing it. Amazing, you, asshole. you blew it all over her yeah, face. Yeah, she ain't gonna stop. This is what I like it's about so her. Worth it. She, she knows her my role. internet for her. She it's knows just, her role. Listeners, go find those videos. Hello, deep throw. All right, quick. Uh, real quick, four wide receiver picks here. Let's okay. see what you guys think yeah, here. Rolling. Robert Woods, Jarvis Landry. Who are you taking? Woods. Um, Landry. I like the contradiction. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs. Wait, 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 wait. I can't take you seriously holding that tiny little baseball bat after watching that. <laughs> Are you going to start practicing on it? What were the options? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs. Keenan Allen has done shit all year long, too. Uh, I got Diggs because I can't get it up, so I got to take Keenan Allen. All right. Some Browns, yeah. I think we got to track these just to see. We, we, just, we, yeah, we got to go back and track these just we to can. see how we're doing here. Um. DT Money versus Will Fuller. Oh. Yeah, because I think I think I think DT Money's gonna be uh I think he's gonna be shut down against the Rams there. Did you see or the stats of Mark Speeders? Bad. Garbage. Since, since he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, I mean like there's been like seventeen targets and fucking two hundred twenty yards against the guy in, right. in those since he's been I agree, I agree with you, Wiz. Is that it? No, one more. One more. The big money, the big boys coming to town head to head. Hey. Who you got? Julio versus Mike Evans. Julio! This is the week he might go get two touchdowns. Should be. I'm going well to take Mike be. Evans in the week that he might get two touchdowns. It should be both of them. And that's why I'm I think to... both of them are over 120 yards or something. Are they the highest? Who you got? All right, let's do our last bit. This is a survivor pick em. I'll take an underdog, I think. What's Falcon's record? Falcons one and four. Yes, I'm picking the Atlanta Falcons to beat the Tampa Bay Bucks in our survivor pick. I already have two strikes, so I'm swinging for the fences. What do you guys got? I'm going to take Minnesota against Arizona because fucking Arizona sucks. You do. Have you not picked the Vikings yet? Okay. Along with Big Wiz here with one loss, and I'm taking the Texans at home against the Bills. Is there a reason you're taking fucking Atlanta? Me? Yep. I mean, is it, are you just going way, way deep here and you don't care? You just I think just, they're due? Yeah, I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to win this game by a bit. Okay. I think so. This is a, this is a, a battle of two big offenses against two bad defenses, Shitty, yeah. and I think the Atlanta offense is just a lot better than the Tampa Bay offense, especially after watching Winston. I watched him when he came back, and he he was not he very not good. good. Yes. That's why I'm picking him. And right. yeah, I do have to swing for the fences a little bit and, and take some of these teams. Um, look. Zeus. I'm a little bit hard still after that uh, Heather video because Heather can deep throat and I, I, I've got to go do something about this. So 
Everybody fuck off and uh, in, enjoy enjoy the Heather Eye Deep Throat dot video. com. Is it just dot com? I don't know, but look enjoy. up Heather Eye Deep Throat. It's good, right? It's pretty entertaining. She's good at it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, and share our Facebook page. And leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.